0: Hey everybody. Welcome. This is Molly Rowan-Leach and I'm the host of Restorative Justice on the Rise and we are in liaison with the National Association for Community and Restorative Justice at the seventh conference on Community and Restorative Justice, Widening the Circle, Elevating Justice. And today it's Sunday. It's the last day of the conference here in Denver yesterday we had the great pleasure of interacting with Saul paul who's sitting here with us right now Um, his interactive keynote uh, performance performance rocked the house it really did it was so inspiring and um, i've never seen anything like it so welcome
1: thank you for having me um the conference has been amazing Uh, It's flown by. It doesn't feel like Sunday. Nonetheless, it's a beautiful day. Uh, So much energy and enthusiasm. Uh, So many like-minded people. I'm just feeding off that energy, riding that wave. Uh, Yesterday was awesome and amazing to be able to get to pour into um, the audience. Uh, I received a lot from them, but my goal was to show up and uh, to give out because uh, they do great work. I love being a part of this community. Uh, and Yeah, it was, great. it was good stuff.
0: You pulled out a few words um, interacting with everybody in that huge ballroom yesterday. And from that, on the spot, you created a rap that was really powerful. And one of the lyrics was, if your mind's right, mm. then you shine bright. Can you talk a little bit about that with us? How does that relate to restorative justice and restorative uh, values? I
1: love it. Uh, Uh, If your mind's right, you can shine bright now. You can shine right now. It goes down right now. If your mind's right, it goes down right now. Now, 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 now. Uh, As the crowd so enthusiastically chant it. Let me break down the entire performance and how it's uh, restorative. I really love the theme this year uh, about widening the circle uh, and being even more inclusive and bringing those from the outside in. Uh, But not just bringing them into what we do, but widening what we do. And so when I created the song, it was uh, based on that premise, right? Because uh, I don't really like to say I created the song. I say we created the song because I I crowdsourced the song. And it was based off of the 1,500-plus attendees' input. So when they gave me words like courage, power, love, um, those are some that stood out as well as... uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious, uh, and some other awesome words. It was really them putting, the, uh, giving their input and having their voice be heard. And uh, I often say I believe music is about community, community is about unity, and unity is about you and me. And so everywhere I go, it's like creating a circle. And these spaces that I created are all equitable. Yeah, I'm on the stage, yeah, the burden, the responsibility is on me to create a song, I I like to create that responsibility, like, my responsibility is to create a song that is uh, uh, fun, uh, energizing, engaging, Uh, I'm a true artist, true MC, and so, like, it actually has to be a dope song. This isn't some gimmick or something. It's like, no, this is a song. I like the the, the, the pressure even of like, no, like the, regardless of the words that I get, I have to make a song that I'm proud to, to share and display
0: mm.
1: uh, beyond that moment.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: uh, as an artist, that's what I'm bringing to it. But as a facilitator on the stage, it's really just making space for others to be able to put their input in and for us to create a song. And so even when I created the song, then, you know, the chant, was everybody participating, saying, if your mind's right, you can shine right now. You can be tight right now. You can be bright right now. If your mind's right, it goes down right now, 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 now. And even if you think about those words of that everybody's communicating, um, I believe that, uh, like for today is the first day of forever. Now is really all that you have. And if you're in a bad place, if you're not where you want to be, if your mind's right, you can change it right now, not tomorrow, not next. No matter week, where you are, no matter right? where you are, like, no matter right what now. your
0: circumstances externally, right?
1: Exactly, and so you know, because I live that. I won't go into that right now, uh, uh, but my, my my you know my my story is my mom died when I was three. My dad left before I was ever born. Today's Father's Day. I've never celebrated a Father's Day uh, in my life. Uh, I've never celebrated a father. Uh, on Father's Day in my life because I've never had one, right? So my dad abandons me, my mom leaves me, I'm in foster care, uh, I grew up in the ghetto. I'm a African-American male who grew up poor, in poverty, who got arrested when he was 17 uh, and, and dealt with the the, the penal system. Um, by the time I was 20, so I got probation when I got arrested when I was 17. By the time I'm 20, I'm convicted of four felonies and sent to Texas State Penitentiary. Nonetheless, I was able to get my mind right. Mm. Uh, Mm. And then I turn my life around via my choices. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: And then uh, I get out of prison. I get accepted to the prestigious University of Texas at Austin, a premier Mm -hmm. uh, university in the country, and graduated with a 4.0. So I go from Mm -hmm. four families to a Mm 4.0. And uh, I recognize all the trauma that I've been Mm -hmm. through. I recognize uh, the adverse situations that I was um, uh, unfairly placed in. Mm -hmm. I recognize how I made my situation worse through my choices. Nonetheless, once I got my mind right, I was able to shine bright. Now and so that's that, what I'm trying to give away.
0: That's a key that you're given to all of us. And um, you said something a moment ago about in prison, you really had, you had a space to get your mind right. Mm. Would you be willing to go a little bit more deeply about what that meant for you and what, what that might mean as a universal message for all of us? Because I know there's a lot of people suffering out there with external circumstances mm. that seem impossible.
1: Thank you for asking that. Yeah, uh, I don't encourage anyone, like a disclaimer, uh, I don't encourage anyone to go to prison. Nonetheless, for me, prison was the best thing that ever happened to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was living fast. I was living reckless. I was living irresponsibly. Uh, I was living on auto and didn't realize that my culture around me, my circumstances, my situation uh, were negative. And so being on auto, that's not a good thing. And so as I'm sitting in prison, for me it was a time for me to be able to slow down. And it wasn't like conscious, like oh here's, here's a great vacation for me. It's just being able. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. As I look back, I realized like wow, like that sat me down, or I, I had to sit down. Life sat me down. I had to as I sat, life
0: sat you down. I love that. Life sat yeah. me down,
1: and as I sat there, I was able to assess yeah. and really get some me time and be able to go inward. We often don't realize. When we're out and about, when we're doing our day to day, whatever that is, whether it's our job, whether it's our family, whether it's just being in our community, whether it's just uh, being um, poured into by the incessant news cycle, all the like media, are, like so much, so much media, so much imagery, so much data, so much information, and we don't realize that uh, we're taking in so much, and we're not really getting to know us. Mm. And as I sat. It was, a, it was a reflective time for me. Mm. And I was realizing I, was, I, was, I had to deal with my part in my situation. Like, what part did I play? After, like, the joke, I wasn't in prison because my mom died, my dad left, because uh, I grew up in the ghetto. None of my circumstances. It wasn't the system. And I spent a good portion of my time, energy, and efforts uh, disrupting the system, dismantling the system, infiltrating the system, because there, there are systemic issues. But I was not in prison because of the system. And it wasn't the man. Uh, it wasn't some mythological person. That it wasn't historical trauma from from you know my my people being enslaved for for so long. That was my choices. My choice. You can't change what you don't own.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, and and mm-hmm. and I like to speak to it because I I I've, I'm certified. I'm I'm uh, I, I'm certified to speak on it. I've been through with all the trauma. Mm-hmm. I've I could play victim if I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I recognized, like when nobody told me, people even want me to play the victim. Uh, I ended up being where I wanted to mm-hmm. be, being an artist, an activist, and an entrepreneur, and having a, a global platform to be able to entertain, inspire, and empower others. Uh, I probably could have got there faster. I, I say people, some would believe I could get there. I could have gotten there faster if I would have played the role of the victim. Mm. If I would have been the poster boy. For trauma. If I would have just been like, no, but I am the little black boy from the ghetto and racism is real and, and, and it sucks and it, it's not fair, but I didn't play that part and mm-hmm. so I didn't get some support along the way, people, because that didn't fit the narrative.
0: Well, something's universal about what you're doing because you've been in front of tens of hundred and maybe hundreds of thousands of people at this point. Definitely. You, Plays even. Like, literally, right.
1: I, I count because so, I care more about that than the YouTube views.
0: So, I just want to share with our listeners that Saul Paul uh, is doing some incredible work internationally. Um, you do music festivals. You do mm-hmm. um, seminars, right? Can you, can you talk a little bit about, and you're also an author.
1: I'm an author, right? yeah. Um, to connect it to the last thing you said is like when I was in prison, I discovered myself. Mm-hmm. I did not know. I never read a book. When I was 20 years old, I never completely like, read a book. Uh, I graduated high school and you know, I was I did well academically, but I never taken time to read a book. When I'm in prison, I learned that I love to read. Not only do I love to read, I love to write. So. Um, Now I've written a few books, but uh, I discovered myself, I discovered I was a storyteller. Uh, After I got out of prison, went to college, graduated, my degree was in radio, television, film in the School of Communications. That's when I discovered uh, that I was a storyteller, that's when I polished my craft, and so I tell stories. I tell stories that entertain, inspire, and empower. I tell them through the songs that I write, I tell them through my keynotes, I tell them through my um, books, mobile gaming apps, websites. And some of the, the the things that we create, because I'm trying to be as impactful as possible, so I partner with organizations. i, I partner with advocates, allies, uh, community leaders, activists, organizations, and whatnot.
0: Cross spectrum too. Cross, definitely. Yeah, I've noticed that. I love that about you. Thank, you really thank you. you really link with a lot of different major corporations and otherwise because we're all because we're
1: all people and then they have access exactly and and they're open to it and I I, I encourage and coach up others to do the same so that we can amplify our message and so um yeah I like to boil it down so I do keynotes I do professional development I do live concerts and I do festivals
0: thank you so much I want to conclude our brief side session today with um first of all this thread of music and art mm. uh, and you know, obviously you're incredibly talented in this area, amazingly so. How can our youth continue to be lit up and shine bright, mm. you know, as we face some of the, the major pressures and things that are going on? I, I loved how you said for you, you know, it wasn't the man or the system or whatever. Um, to bring it back for our youth, to to connect with their creativity, whether it's music or no, not. No, I, I
1: totally get it. I'm, yeah. I'm, a, I'm an can you artist, speak to that's that? what I am, I can. Um,
0: Please. <laughs>
1: entrepreneurship and ownership.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Otherwise, when you create the art, you start to realize that the platforms and the distribution channels for it, uh, one could say limited. If nothing else, they're dictated by others. Mm-hmm. And that's what starts to influence uh, a, a young person's art. When you start to think, I need to create for this platform because there's a, that gatekeeper. But like you, I know that you're a pod, you do many things. One thing is you're a podcaster, you have over 150 podcasts, but you get to create and dictate what those podcasts are. You pick your partners and you say what you want to say, do what you want to do when you want to do it. Youth are inspired by that, right? I, I love it, I was talking to some kids that were adjudicated, big word for they were you know, teenagers and already on probation. And I was like, I mean, you're hard-headed like me. Like, I was hard-headed. I did what I wanted to do when I wanted to do it, so I went to prison. As an entrepreneur, I still get to do the same thing. Uh, and it's a, Entrepreneurship is a hard word to spell, but it's an easy thing to do. Uh, you don't have to make a billion dollars or a million dollars. It's just ownership of your creativity. So I love to empower young people to recognize that, that art inside of them is important and valuable, and they have a voice. And uh, to recognize that they can have ownership uh, via the platform of entrepreneurship, uh, to be able to get out and create what they want, how they want, to say what they want, because what they have to say is important. And I and I'm ex- excited because I do uh, success coaching and entrepreneurship coaching to empower them to do that. So,
0: mm, Saw Paul, y'all, this this mm-hmm. has been so great. And I'd like to say a few more words about how to reach Saw Paul. Um, www.saulpaul.com. After being named 2017 Austinite of the Year, Saul Paul began 2018 with his song "Rise," which is a remix topping the charts, and becoming one of the number one songs on Sirius XM Radio. Invite Saul Paul to your event and find out why he has performed at two TEDx talks, Google HQ. And the last five Super Bowls, just to name a few.
1: And now I get to say the 2019 NACRJ Conference. There you go. uh, Amongst my people and my peers.
0: Thank you so much for joining us today.
1: Thank you.